You did what? Ethan Cruz turned his back on the slate and glass entrance to Chance Creek, Montana's regional airport, and jiggled the door handle of Rob Matheson's battered red Chevy truck. Locked, it figured. Rob had to know he'd want to turn tail and head back to town the minute he found out what his friends had done. Open the damn door, Rob. Not a chance. You've got to come in. We're picking up your bride. I don't have a bride, and no one getting off that plane concerns me. You've had your fun. Now open up the door, or I'm grabbing a taxi. He faced his friends. Rob, who'd lived on the ranch next door to his their entire lives. Cab Johnson, county sheriff, who was far too level-headed to be part of this mess. And Jamie Lassiter, the best horse trainer west of the Mississippi, as long as you could pry him away from the ladies. The four of them had gone to school together, played football together, and spent more Saturday nights at the bar than he could count. How many times had he gotten them out of trouble, drove them home when they'd had one beer too many, listened to them bellyache about their girlfriends, or lack thereof, when all he really wanted to do was knock back a cold one and play a game of pool? What the hell had he ever done to deserve this? Unfortunately, he knew exactly what he'd done, He'd played a spectacularly brilliant prank a month or so ago on Rob, a prank that still had the whole town buzzing. And Rob concocted this nightmare as payback. Rob got him drunk one night and egged him on about his ex-fiancee until he spilled his guts about how much it still bothered him that Lacey Taylor had given him the boot in favor of that rich son of a bitch Carl Whitfield. The name made him want to spit, dressed like a cowboy when everyone knew he couldn't ride to save his life. Lacey bailed on him just as life had delivered a walloping one-two punch. First, his parents died in a car accident. Then he discovered the ranch was mortgaged to the hilt. As soon as Lacey learned there would be some hard times ahead, she took off like a runaway horse. Didn't even have the decency to break up with him face to face. Before he knew it, Carl was flying Lacey all over creation in his private plane. Las Vegas, San Francisco, Houston. He never had a chance to get her back. He should have kept his thoughts bottled up where they belonged. Would have kept them bottled up if Rob hadn't kept putting those shots into his hand. But now, after he got done swearing and railing at Lacey's bad taste in men, he apparently decided to lecture his friends on the merits of a real woman the kind of woman a cowboy should marry. And Rob, good old Rob, captured the whole thing with his cell phone. When he showed it to him the following day, Ethan made short work of the asinine gadget. But it was too late. Rob had already emailed the video to Cab and Jamie, and the three of them spent the next several days making his life damn miserable over it. If only they'd left it there. The other two would have, but Rob was still sore about that old practical joke, so he took things even further. He decided there must be a woman out there somewhere who met all of the requirements Ethan expounded on during his drunken rant. To find her, he did what any rational man would do. He edited Ethan's rant into a video advertisement for a damned mail-order bride and posted it on YouTube. Rob showed him the video on the ride over to the airport, There he was for all the world to see, sounding like a jackass. Hell, looking like one, too. Rob's fancy editing made his rant sound like a proposition. What I want, he heard himself say, is a traditional bride. 
a bride for a cowboy. Eighteen to twenty-five years old, willing to work hard, beautiful, quiet, sweet, good cook, ready for children. I'm willing to give her a trial. One month will tell me all I need to know. Then the image cut out to a screen full of text, telling women how to submit their video applications. Unbelievable. This was low, real low, even for Rob.